Previously on Gotta Recap. Brendan? Yes? Will Samurai Jack ever find love? Um, <laughs> No, 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 babe. Don't tell me you lost your sword. And it is Jack wearing a crown on top of his head, and he's got a big, brilliant red cape blowing yeah. behind him. Is the implication that they are actually uh, Aku's daughters? Are you ready for what comes next? Hold on to your butts, folks. This has got a recap. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Back to the cast. Gotta recap. It is, Brendan, ready for this number? This is a crazy one. I'm ready. Episode 100. Whoa! We'll get to the actual episode 100 for us at some point, but just to be <laughs> able to say the number on this show, it's it feels good. feels yeah. good, and I feel good about it. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. It's exciting. Episode 100. We couldn't be happier to be here. Nick Montagani, I'm here with Brendan Riley, the pen- the penultimate boy. Yeah. That's what I'm calling you. Yeah. Not the last boy. No. Save it for the last boy. Not this the is, first boy. This is the boy what come before that boy. <laughs> yes, Brendan, the penultimate episode of Samurai Jack. We're very excited for that. Very sad to see the show go. You know, we've had a good time over these last 99 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to call it that. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. Uh, and I agree. It's been a wild ride. It has been a wild ride. We'll have much to discuss this week and even more to discuss next week in the finale. I truly cannot believe that it's here. Yeah, me either. Uh, it doesn't feel like it's been all that long. I mean, it's been what, a little over a year? Uh, yeah, like a year and a half, yeah. I think. Something like that? Yeah. Uh, wow, the whole show. Huh? We knew we would do it, but we haven't done it yet, so I guess we'll save that for next week. I don't know. That's true. Something catastrophic <laughs> could happen. Yeah. Shut this right down. Technically before not. Could you imagine? That would be fucking awful. <laughs> it would be almost as disappointing as the original run of Samurai Jack. <laughs> hey, now. Um, there's a baseball player currently who is, I think, 42 years old. His name is Albert Pujols. <laughs> All right, get it out now. I know. Wait, fan, fans of baseball have had 20 years to laugh at the name Albert Pujols. We're past it. We've moved on to the current quarterback of the University of Washington football team, whose last name is Pen- Penix, P-E-N-I-X. <laughs> I don't think that's as funny as Pujols, though. <laughs> Pujols, we've had so we've just had so long. I, I I feel no, there's no chuckles that come to me when I hear that. Uh, real anymore, quick tangent: but. I was listening to a recap of uh, the Salem witch trials to get in the spooky mood, uh, and there is a name that comes up in that of a woman who was accused of being a witch at one point, and her name uh, was Dorcas Whore. That's unbelievably good. I love it. Uh, anyway, back uh, to back to Mr. Pujols. Back to Mr. Pujols. We got a 
start calling people Dorcas more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's an insult, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, all I was going to say is that he currently has 698 home runs and only needs two more to reach 700, which literally only three players in the thousands of MLB players who have ever played have hit 700 home runs. So he needs two more and he's got like 14 games to do it. And if he doesn't do it, I might off myself. <laughs> well, Jesus Christ, I hope he does it. I really hope he does it. I'm like pulling for him to do that more than anything. Oh, man. Doesn't have anything to do with our podcast, but I thought of it when we were <laughs> having this discussion <laughs> just now. If it hasn't struck anyone listening to this intro just yet, Brendan and I spent a solid five minutes after we hit record on our respective ends thinking, what are we going to talk about at the top of this week's episode? We should we should probably have a topic since this is a mm-hmm. pretty big episode of Samurai Jack. And you know what? We didn't come up with one. Yeah, no, we uh, we get big old goose egg on that one. Fucking nothing. There's, so here's what you get. There's nothing going on. There's no good news out there. <laughs> no new games that we've been into. Brendan, you said you watched the Pinocchio movie. I mean, I did. I'm interested to hear a little bit about that, but it kind of looks like trash. Uh, it kind of was. Uh, real quick, my notes on it. I hate that Pinocchio looks like the cartoon. Uh, mm. Real weird. I mean, it's not a weird choice. I guess it makes a lot of sense, but I don't like it. Um, there's one point when they're on the island. I don't remember what it's called, but where all like the donkey boys are. Pleasure Island. Pleasure Island. Yeah, uh, they're they're there and they're like hiding and the, a donkey gets grabbed by some giant shadow demons that I don't think are ever resolved. Uh, and for some reason, they decided Monstro wasn't scary enough. So they made it this eldritch abomination with like tentacles and lots of sharp teeth. Uh, and I thought that was a, a weird choice. Uh, but that's that's it. That's all I have to say about that movie. That's really too bad because Monstro in like the original Disney animated movie was like one of the coolest pieces of animation in like any yeah. cinema, like any movie ever. I guess whales just aren't scary enough anymore. You need They need to be eldritch whales. <laughs> Cthulhu whale. Yeah, it, it's. I don't get it. I don't know why it had to have tentacles. That seems, yeah, that seems like a mistake. That's... That's overkill. That's trying to mm-hmm. that's trying to make something out of something that's not there. There are some really cool shots of like looking into its mouth from like just outside or like right in its teeth uh, that are like actually kind of scary and give it a huge scale. Uh, okay. But otherwise, I did not like the design. I know that uh, Honest John is played by Keegan Michael Key. That's the fox. That's the fox guy. Yeah. Who uh, convinces. Pinocchio to enter acting. Yep. Um, I know I saw a clip on Twitter that he says that Pinocchio will become an influencer, Mm -hmm. which I really hate that they inserted that kind of dialogue into uh, a Pinocchio. Uh, They did. Yep. That happened. I saw it. Seems like there's a lot of bullshit like that in this movie. There's also a lot of CG. And at what point does it stop being a live action movie? Yeah, that's that's one of my main complaints about all of these things, like the Lion King movie. It's really not the Lion King is not live live action action at all. No, it's it's even like, are they even filming real settings and then putting CG animals in it? Or is it all CG? Yeah, that I that just I don't understand the appeal at that point. I also kind of am disappointed that a lot of them aren't really musicals anymore. Like when they remake them. Were there any songs in the Pinocchio? There there was. Uh, one, I think that blows. <laughs> yeah, I think I think when the, the fairy godmother shows up or just before, 
Geppetto might sing a song. But do they sing when you wish upon a star? I don't think so. This is fucking bullshit. I don't I don't really remember. I was drinking a bit. Okay. We, we, you would have to. We pre-gamed for Pinocchio. Pinocchio. <laughs> Tailgated out in the parking lot of your own home since it's on Disney Plus. Yeah. Um yikes. I think yeah. Well, just looking at it from my perspective, not even having seen it, but after everything you've just said, I think it's probably safe to assume the continued stance of the co-hosts of the Gotta Recap podcast is yep. stop doing live action remakes. Please, please stop for the love of God. Uh, can I tell you that I was a little disappointed when I found out that we were watching that Pinocchio and not the Polly Shore Pinocchio? I can understand why you would feel that way. Yes. Yeah, my friends were like, we're watching Pinocchio. And I was like, hell yeah, Polly Shore. This is going to be fucking great. Uh, and then this bullshit came on. Polly Shore's not even in it. Uh, well, he should be in every movie. <laughs> Polly Shore is a uh, Disney legend, though, from the Goofy movie. <laughs> from the Goofy movie, The Leaning Tower of Cheese. <laughs> um, were you upset that it wasn't that? Or, or were you upset that it wasn't the film Geppetto starring Drew Carey? <laughs> Um, <laughs> the funniest part about this bit is I watched you Google that just now. <laughs> I had to remember that that was really a thing that happened. And sure enough, it was. Um, I don't know. I, I think I was just upset that it was happening at all. I didn't realize they were making uh, a <laughs> Pinocchio live action remake. Oh, Brendan, there's so many more than you even realize. Have you seen this, this discourse over the Little Mermaid thing? We don't have to get into it. Oh, it's very, a little it's bit. Very I, don't, stupid. I don't care <laughs> about any stupid. of it. It's very stupid. I've only seen, I think, two of the live action remakes to this point. I saw Mulan and this one. I don't think I've seen any of them. Boy, they were bad. Both of them. The Mulan one, I understand, was supposed to be very bad. It was very bad. Oh, man. All right. Let's not. (laughs) Are they making money? They have to be, right? They must. Yeah, they must be. Uh, Did this one go to theaters? Was Pinocchio in theaters? I don't know. It was on Disney Plus day one because it was part of like a disney plus day celebration which was the same day they added like thor love and thunder to Mm -hmm. disney plus which i also Um, watched quick quick thumbs up or thumbs down on that i thought it was fine okay yeah it's typical marvel fair it's fine i'm done with the marvel movies i think i liked uh multiverse of madness a lot uh but otherwise i'm pretty much over them too okay that's yeah that's where i am these days i think i've mentioned that on the podcast before but Um, yeah, I mean, I guess these live action remakes have got to be making money or they just wouldn't keep doing them. But yeah. I don't really know who they are. What, for. what are they spending on them? It has to be a lot of money. Huge budgets. Humongous yeah. budgets. Yeah, it has to be. Uh, oh, there was a, a Who Framed Roger Rabbit nod in Pinocchio, which I did like because that's my that's favorite good. Disney movie. <laughs> was it in the clock scene where there's a bunch of clocks? It was. Yep. There's a, there's a cuckoo clock of Jessica Rabbit picking up Roger Rabbit and giving him a smooch. Okay. Well, that's fun for fans out there. But also, that's like a weird corporate synergy thing. Like, we're Disney. Let's shove every Disney reference we can into this other Disney movie. It's like a sickening level. It's like a Ready Player One level (laughs) fucking. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. Let's get, let's, let's get them all in here. Yep. Yep. God, I hate that all movies are that now. That, uh, the Space Jam was like that, too. They're all doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's what everybody's doing. Everybody's doing it these days, Brendan. You know what they're not doing? A live-action Samurai Jack movie. 
Oh man, what do you think they would do for that? Do uh, we've think, had this discussion. Do you think they would have a, a a love interest that could potentially become a bad guy? Uh, what a foolish choice that would be for Samurai Jack to make. Luckily, they never did that on the TV show, which we're about to talk about. And they never will. Let's go. Watch out. Brendan, it's episode 100 of Samurai Jack. 100. A big hundo. Episode C. The C. We call it the C. The C episode. We'll refrain from saying that again for <laughs> seep, the rest of this seep podcast. Seeping into your living room. You can say that. That's a little bit better. <laughs> yes, episode 100. The math doesn't quite check out, but um, we're going we're gonna to roll with it. We'll pretend that those 39 episodes that didn't happen did actually happen. You can find them on our Patreon. We will, yes, we will write them all up, record them, and release them as bonus episodes on our Patreon that definitely <laughs> exists. <laughs> Uh, maybe someday. Probably not. Patreon. Brendan. The Nostalgia Critic. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Very shitty. Uh, yes, let's talk about what is the penultimate episode of Samurai Jack. There's only one more after this, eh? Mm-hmm. Last week, we left off in kind of an odd place. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was um, some, some big old smooching happening. There are some kissies going on between uh, the two current stars of the show, Samurai Jack and Ashi. Uh, they finally broke that tension and, uh, you know, their animal instincts got the better of them. Mm -hmm. God knows what happened between weeks here. Although, as we found out, it seems like nothing. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, but yes, as was promised previously before the tangent that was last week's episode, uh, Jack and Ashi's mission was to go find Aku. So now they're still kind of on that mission, but with an added twist that they are finally romantically involved. So mm -hmm. we'll see if that matters in this week's episode, episode 100. Yeah. May 13th, 2017. So Brendan, we are literally picking up right where we left off at the end of last week's episode. Jack and Ashi are still kissing. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do the nasty like we thought nope. that they might. They're still just, still just, uh, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> Macking it. Sucking face. Mm. You didn't have anything and then you chose <laughs> some rough terms, but <laughs> yep, uh, yep. it's okay. I probably wouldn't have done any better. Yes, they are still macking it and sucking face. <laughs> you love to see it. Um, they're still covered in that slug juice from those blue slugs from last week's episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, they kind of snap out of the romantic spell that they're in and then start spitting out that yucky slug juice that they've both been sucking off each other's faces for the last 10 minutes. Yep. And they also realize that <laughs> that's a very rude reaction to have in this situation. So they apologize profusely to each other like, oh, it wasn't the kissing, it was the slug juice. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, they're both like talking over each other to apologize. I didn't mean to. It's just you tasted so bad. I mean, the slug juice was <laughs> on you. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Neither one of them has ever been in a relationship before, Brendan. I'm nope. curious to see, you know, kind of what their new dynamic is going to be as a power couple. Yeah. 
I bet it'll work out really well. What's their couple name? J- Joshy. Joshy. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. <laughs> but it is spelled J-O-S-H-Y. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Joshy is how they will be referred to as from now on. From here until the end of time. <laughs> Yo, Joshy. They both turn around. Oh. Uh, Oshi, not one half of Joshy. Yeah. Oshi. Yep. She uh, wants to change out of Jack's robe, which he again corrects her to say that it is a gi, and I'm continuing to smile. Yep, it's great. Things are really working out for me <laughs> these last two weeks. Yeah, she wants to change out of these clothes, and she's going to go off to find some other ones. They kind of smile at each other for a while. It's kind of a very sweet interaction. Like, Jack seems very happy in a way that he almost never has before on this show. It's it's good. I yeah. like it. Yeah. It's uh, it's good to see them both uh, in a better place now than they were previously. Yeah, for sure. This is, I think, good for the both of them to finally like come to terms with how they're really feeling. And yeah, they they both seem a lot better off for it. Um, Jack climbs out of a hole in the side of the spaceship that they're in. The sandstorm that kind of trapped them here last week's episode has finally passed. Mm-hmm. And he sees a dripping water pipe on the side of the ship and goes to it. As as this is happening, Ashi is wandering around inside of the ship trying to find some clothes. She finds a locker room with a green uniform hanging in a, in a locker. I'm not really sure if this is a prisoner uniform or a prison guard uniform. Yeah, um, I imagine it's a know? guard uniform since it's in a locker room. That's exactly what I thought as well. They wouldn't have locker room for for prisoners, they wouldn't have something like that. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but it's kind of a weird featureless guard uniform. Mm. Um, but in any case, it's clothes. She puts it on and hops outside and the camera pans over her new outfit for what feels like the fourth time. this season. <laughs> Yeah, her fresh digs. Every time it happens, it scrolls from her feet all the way up to her face as she's smiling wistfully into the distance. <laughs> they just keep doing it. Um, she, yeah, she hops outside and she's bringing Jack his gi and turns the corner where he's turned that water pipe into a full on shower and her eyes go wide as Jack is fully nude scrubbing away at his body. Yep. He's cleaning all that goop off. I guess she found a shower inside somewhere. Yeah. The same locker room she was in. Maybe we, we missed that. (laughs) Um, She's watching him. Yeah, her eyes go wide, but then she gets a little smile on her face. And Jack, while he's in this shower, he looks over and his gi is sitting on the ground, which is kind of not what I expected when I saw that little smile on her face. I very much expected her to, like, join him in the shower that he created. It did seem like it was going there, yeah. Seemed like she got, like, an idea to do something like that, which he totally would not have been okay. No, he would have would have been so awkward for him. This is too forward of you, Ashi. We're not <laughs> quite at this point. We got to take things slow, okay? Um, no, she leaves his outfit behind, and he gets dressed and smiles at his own reflection in the side of the spaceship. He's looking at himself for a minute, but then his smile turns to a frown, and in that reflection, it's it's replaced with the image. Of his own long-haired, bearded, messy self mm-hmm. that we saw earlier in this season. 
it's an interesting like reversal of what was happening earlier in the season where his he was being haunted by like his old self and now that he's back to that form he's being haunted by his new old self kind of strange that like he was being haunted by like the classic version of him when he was like at a low point himself. Mm-hmm. And now that he's at like a high point, it's like this more cautious and pessimistic version of himself is like trying to talk to him just to like bring him back down a little bit. Yeah. It's, and it's, it's odd. It's not being as like aggressive as the other ones were. It's just kind of being like, don't, don't think you've got it all right now. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, this vision appears to him and tells him to basically like be careful mm-hmm. in this new relationship that he's found him in. And even Jack himself admits that he says this has never happened before, which definitely is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it is interesting. Like he has one moment of joy in his life for the first time in like 50 years and immediately like he starts sowing seeds of doubt in this yeah. relationship <laughs> right as it begins. Like, can't this man enjoy a single thing in no, his life? Apparently not. No, there is no rest for the wicked, unfortunately. <laughs> and yeah, he uh, very quickly sets up that like, yeah, let's let's take this back a couple notches, please. Mm-hmm. Um, it cuts to nighttime and there's this very nasty looking sandworm that gets speared by either Jack or Ashi. We're not sure. It remains unclear, yeah. Remains unclear. Uh, and Ashi has made a campfire outside, and Jack returns from wherever he's been. And uh, they're going to sit down around this fire. They have to ask each other if it's okay to sit by the fire. You know, they'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's always weird at first. You know, you got to feel out what the other person's comfortable with. It's it's new. It's fresh. Is it okay if we sit near each other? <laughs> Absolutely not. On opposite not. sides of the fire. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> After she I didn't sign up for this, she finished placing chairs around the fire, too. Like she was carrying over some sort of drum thing that she like drops in the sand to sit on. May I sit? No, <laughs> no. Get out. These are decorations. <laughs> um, They've both caught these sandworm things for dinner. Uh, Jack is used to eating gross shit but has like a very funny look on his face as he's chewing on this worm. I actually paused and took a picture of it to send to my you friends. Had to. <laughs> yeah, you had to. It's one Good of the better faces grabs. in a long time. Yeah, I throughout the series. I don't know if I've ever brought it up, but I have been taking pictures of all the best faces that Jack makes. Uh, this is this is way up there. This is top tier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there are even several different versions of this face that he makes during this scene that you yeah. could really go with any of them and be satisfied with. Um, yeah, he's got a bad look on his face. Ashi is just frowning, fully not enjoying this meal. <laughs> Jack tries to make her feel better, and he's like, oh, yeah, no, it's really good. Don't worry about it. She offers him some more, but he declines it. So clearly. immediately, like very quickly, <laughs> <laughs> which is out of character for him. Yeah, this must be very terrible. <laughs> um, <laughs> it cuts to later on. The two of them are just kind of sitting in silence around this fire. Um, and Jack looks content with this, but Ashi very clearly wants to say something to him. And she asks Jack if he ever thinks about home. And without hesitation, he says every day. Yep. <laughs> Constantly. This is all I think about. Jesus Christ, Ashi, you can't ask me that. Yeah. 
he- heavy subject matter just out of the blue. Um, no, yes, he says every day I think about it and he smiles. And as he smiles, the scene fades into the smiling face of young Jack. Yes, that's right. Another young Jack flashback, baby. This oh, might be yeah. the last one we ever get. Uh, probably. Seems likely. Likely. With one episode to go. I mean, anything is possible, but I'm just happy we got to see little boy Jack one more time. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but this version of young Jack looks a little bit different yeah. than the previous ones do. And it's his hair, I think. I think so, yeah. he's He looks rounder in a way, I think. Yeah. I'm I'm not really sure what's going on, but it almost looks like he's got like long sideburns in his hair that he doesn't <laughs> kind of usually does, yeah. when he's flashes back to young Jack, but he is also a child, so like he shouldn't have long sideburns. <laughs> Strong genes. Well, his father. It's yeah, all the testosterone. <laughs> um but Jack is explaining to Ashi how his father was the emperor of the land he came from originally. And as a boy, he used to sit at the top of their tall tower in their village and watch the seasons change around him. And uh, it's a very pretty scene as we're seeing like the seasons change around that, that same familiar village that we've seen many times throughout this show. It's, it's very, very, very pretty. There's, you know, snow and then like cherry blossoms and stuff like that. It looks good. Mm -hmm. Um, it fades back to present day Jack, and he smiles. Um, these aren't always happy memories for him when we have flashback scenes, so it's nice to see him, like, enjoying thinking about the past. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which gets ruined very quickly. <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> but it's nice for a fleeting moment. Ashi mm. um, asks Jack, was there a girl? As if that even matters now. <laughs> yeah. With 3,000 years ago, is there a girl? Yeah, I'm going to find girl? her and I'm going to kill her. <laughs> she's done for. <laughs> um, Jack doesn't get what she's asking, though. And he's like, oh, yeah, there was tons of girls where I'm from. You know, there are <laughs> girls all over the place. Doesn't sit well with Ashi. And then he kind of realizes what she meant. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Not, no, not like that. Don't worry about it. You're the only one for me, baby. And then he says that he was eight, which I think is the first time we get a solid age for young Jack. Yeah. Yeah, this is true. So then that would mean if Rothy in episode two of Samurai Jack said that Jack was from 25 years before the rise of Aku. Is that what he said? I think it was something like that. Yeah. Okay, so then that would mean Jack was eight years old in all these flashback sequences that we've ever had, which would check out. Mm -hmm. And that his training montage lasted 17 years, which also I think would check out. I think so, yeah. So we're finally getting some answers on timeline, which is good. I was really hoping, though, that they would just go all in on it and tell him, tell us how old he is now. Like, not obviously minus the 50 years, but, you know, I was only eight then. But currently, I am 25. But then then when I was 25, I got sent to the future. And now I am 3,025 plus 50. Also, Ashi, you've never asked me what my (laughs) real name is. Would you like to hear it? (laughs) She never has asked him what his real name is. They've never had the time to have this conversation. No one has ever asked him. He might not even remember anymore. You know, he, might he's, not. he just is Jack now. No one has called him his real name 
<laughs> as far as we know, ever. At what point, yeah, does the samurai prince kind of fade away and Jack is really the character that's le- <laughs> left over? It's in like the, the Puss in Boots. Mm-hmm. He's fully adopted the persona now. There's no going back to Samurai <laughs> Prince, unnamed Samurai <laughs> Prince. Um, yes, he uh, says, no, no, there was no girl. Don't worry about it. And uh, sure enough, that happy memory turns all sad and angry. And he says, you know, everything changed after Aku attacked. Um, and Ashi apologizes for even bringing it up. And Jack has a very soul-crushing line. <laughs> he says... Uh, it's nice to remember the time before Aku. It's the only way I'll ever see it again as a memory. <laughs> Woof. Way to kill the mood, Ashi. Edgelord Jack over here. <laughs> they were having a lovely time eating sandworms around the fire. And yeah, she had to make him slide into that depression hole. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's it's not so bad looking back now, having seen the whole episode. I see what they were doing with that. Right. But god damn, we just took a, a steep downturn. <laughs> Wind right out of Jack's sails on that one. Yeah, brutal. You, you feel ever, for the guy. Hey, Jack, you ever think about how your parents have been dead for 3,000 years? You ever think about how everybody that you ever loved has been dead forever and there's a very good chance that you'll never see them again? And also this world that you have fought so hard to protect is completely fucked and you've been a real failure for 50 years? You ever... Th- you ever think about that? It's just kind of fun to think about, you know? It's just kind of, it's like, it's just <laughs> odd, you know? It's so random, like, hashtag so random. It's a fun little thought exercise. <laughs> oh, man, she really fucked up. Um, It's the next day, and Ashi wakes up, and Jack is gone. Bum, bum, bum. What a dick, He's though. left her in the middle of the night. Yeah, that kind of sucks. <laughs> you knew he was going to, though. Yeah, yep. Um, at first, she's panicked, but then she gets all mad at him. For leaving. Rightfully so, yeah. Understandable. He abandoned her her in the middle of the desert, for Christ's sake. Yeah, no food. (laughs) Except for sandworms. Very shitty thing to do, but she'll track him down. Uh, Brendan, smash, cut to Scaramouche. She's got octopus legs. I love it. (laughs) Here comes Octopus Scaramouche with some, like, disco music as he struts. Strutting through the desert on his octopus legs. Fucking you gotta wonder where he even found this. He's a very creative robot, Scaramouches. He's always got a backup body somewhere. Well, you know, I was thinking about that, actually. Uh, the last time we saw him, he was thrown into the ocean, wasn't he? This is true. So, yeah, on his way, maybe he sank his way down yeah. the ocean floor and scooped up a new buddy. <laughs> I think I think that checks out logically. Yeah, he could do it. And, you know, he's a robot head. He doesn't need to breathe. So we st- he can be down there indefinitely. <laughs> we still don't want to question how he controls the bodies he's on top of. No, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> um, yes, here he comes, all eight legs scuttling across the ground. And he's reached Aku's house and he celebrates. And he starts to approach and sees the figure of Aku growing on the horizon. And he starts calling out to him. And he gets closer and closer and realizes it's not really Aku, but it is a cardboard cutout of Aku with a speaker in it like a drive through window. <laughs> yep. Uh, very good bit. Aku's voice delivers a pre-recorded announcement and very formally states that he's not taking any more appointments. Which is sad. He's just given up on running the world. 
Now, he doesn't want to have to worry about it. He's got enough lackeys out there now that he just seems content with, yeah, sitting in his hole Moping, for the rest yeah. of the time. <laughs> doing nothing. Talking to other versions of himself. Um, yes, he's not taking any more appointments and apologizes for the inconvenience but Scaramouche is not having any of this after everything that he's been through just trying to get here. Mm -hmm. And his little octopus legs carry him up the side of the big black tower into a secret passageway. Uh, he has a very good line. He says, luckily, Scaramouche knows scary much about all the ins and outs, babe. He does say that. <laughs> scary much. Yeah. Is such a good line. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a line for sure. It's good. It's a good line. <laughs> uh, we have to cherish these few moments that we have left with Scaramouche, Brendan. So please give the man some credit. Um, he enters into the big fiery main chamber of Aku's house. Aku! Go away. Didn't you hear the recording? Leave me alone. Oh, but I can get you. I got some info on Jacko that's out of this world, babe. <sighs> what? Feast your ears on this. I mean, do you even have ears? Like, can those antler things even hear? Get on with it. Dig this, boss. Jacko has lost his sordo. I do feel a little bad for Scaramouche in this moment, having spent so long trying to get here that it's no longer good intel. Trials and tribulations, just trying to <laughs> give the good word to his boss and better his position in life. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and by now, this is, yeah, irrelevant. Um, tells that to Aku, and Aku's annoyed expression is briefly replaced by a look of total disbelief but then he pins one finger down on Scaramouche and growls at him are you sure which unfortunately Scaramouche squirms beneath this and has the very unfortunate line of I'll bet my life on it <laughs> yep <laughs> shouldn't he have shouldn't, said that <laughs> should have bet maybe something yeah a little less valuable to him <laughs> I'll bet my octopus legs on it I'll bet Jack's life on it <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, um, Aku is overjoyed by this news that Jack has lost his sword and uh, his eyes light up and he blasts Scaramouche with a beam that transforms him back into his old robotic self with his original body, mm -hmm. which apparently is something that Aku can do. He just made it. Yeah, <laughs> out of out of nothing. Um, Scaramouche is overjoyed himself and does a little dance. And Aku does the same little dance, and they both break out into a chorus of scat singing and pelvic thrusting in what is <laughs> one of the weirdest scenes I think we've ever had on this show. I liked it a lot. It was very good to see Aku having a, a win <laughs> for the moment. He's been so sad all season. Yeah, he's been down, kind of having his own pity party, but <laughs> yeah. even... Even though things are not exactly what they seem here, it's it. Yeah, it is good to see him feel like he's back on top. You know, we like when Aku thinks that he's in control of everything, even when most of the time he's not. Yeah. So it feels good. Got to give him give him his moment. He's doing, yes, the very weird pelvic thrusting 
do 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 do. I think they sing back and forth to each other over, yeah. over and over again. <laughs> um, from here, it cuts to commercial and cuts back. Jack is walking alone through the desert. Brendan, you should know what I'm going to say. There's a new Big Daddy Jack song. Oh, yeah, there is. This is oh, maybe shit. the best one so far, too. Big Daddy Jack is this back, is baby. As he struts below the giant uh, mushrooms, big, big trees. Some kind of weird desert structure thing <laughs> around him. Doesn't matter, though, baby. He's got his strut going, you know? Mm-hmm. He hit it and quit it with the bitches, <laughs> and now he's on his way to whatever comes next. <laughs> he's a player. Jack has always been a player, um, and uh, yeah, now he's kind of celebrating, doing, doing <laughs> Jack's thing. He keeps walking along with this great beat playing behind him. He's got a very stern look on his face. Probably one of the hardest things he's ever had to do in his entire life was leaving Oshi behind. Yeah. But, you know, he's got to do, he's got to look out for number one. <laughs> Always, yeah. Um, It is like a huge bummer just because, yeah, like we mentioned before, <laughs> Jack never gets a moment of happiness. And like the one moment he finally does, he has to convince himself to like just completely abandon it. Like, come on, yeah. Jack. <laughs> Be a little bit selfish for once. Like, feel good about anything. Mm. Incapable. No, he just can't do it. Can't do it. Um, Jack. Stops walking and stares into the distance and some fog clears from the desert horizon beyond him and it reveals a big scrapyard. And Jack says to himself, he says, I know this place. Mm -hmm. Brendan, I would consider this to be what is the most controversial scene in Samurai Jack history. <clears throat> yeah, there's a few things about it uh, that I kind of took some issue with, I think. Maybe not the part that you might, or you and some others might have as much issue with. For okay. me, it's how did he stumble across this place that took him an entire episode of journeying <laughs> with giant creatures to get to initially. I had the same thought. I had the same thought. <laughs> It's just here now. It's just in the desert. It was like on a mountain or something before. Like it was a, it was a bitch to get here. And then he just he just happens to like wander to it. Oh, hey, I'm back here. Neat. What do you know? I found this old my old stomping grounds. <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't recognize it, though, immediately. It wasn't until I saw all the giant robots that I knew where we were. This is what I was going to ask. I was going to ask when you figured out kind of what we were Mm -hmm. doing. It was uh, at first I was like, is this like the first city that he got to and it's been destroyed? Uh, But once we start seeing the giant like scrapped robots all around, that's when it it really sunk in, which I think is only a few seconds after he says that. It doesn't take long. No. Um, Yeah. Brendan, I didn't have that written down because there's a lot of other things that we're about to talk about here. But uh, mm-hmm. I did also have that same thought of like, it, he, he shouldn't have been able to do this. Like he no. shouldn't have been able to get here on foot. He had to like trust ancient demon monsters to like help him past all of these trials that regular mortal men should not have been able to proceed through. And yeah. like, yeah, literally was carried to this place on the back of like a pterodactyl dragon. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> maybe we can say because of what has happened here, which we will get to. There's like the magic that was protecting it now is gone. Right. So maybe I don't know. Uh, now it's, it's just it's, a place. It's just a place now. Yeah, it's not anything special, but it it was weird in the moment for sure. It's, yeah, it feels weird. It probably shouldn't have happened that way. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of things that shouldn't have happened that way. Brendan, we've got so much to talk about. <laughs> um, Jack walks in, and yes, just as you mentioned, there are some colossal robots in bits and pieces all over this junkyard. And uh, Jack climbs through their hollowed-out robotic bodies, and uh, he kicks out the eye, one of the many eyes of this big spider robot thing, which is very cool. It is very cool. I'd love to see that thing in action. Yeah, I liked a lot of the robot designs. I think one of them was Ultraman. I think that was the only one that looked like a reference to me. That would make sense. I wonder if we thought of, we saw that reference the first time we were at this uh, Yeah, place. that's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder how much of this we have seen or how much, if it's all brand new, like big robots. Um, yes, he kicks out the eye of that big spider robot and his eyebrows raise as he looks down at the scene below him. Oh boy, Brendan, here we go. On the ground before Jack is the remains of some kind of structure. Mm -hmm. Not really sure what it is, because what's there is just like this little blasted column with some bits and pieces around it, but it's all black and dull with singe marks all around it that, yeah, suggest it was blown to smithereens by something. Yep. And Jack walks up to it and studies it, but he looks down at the ground near him, and there's a dramatic sting as we see a crumpled pair of small red sunglasses. And Jack hangs his head as he knows what this is and where he is, and now we do as well. Mm -hmm. Brendan, let's talk about it. All right. <clears throat> how do you how you doing? Um, I I'm kind of all right with it. Actually, I don't have many issues. I have not accepted, though, that the Guardian is dead. I still fully expect him to show up uh, at early in the next episode. Um. So, spoilers, he does not show up in this episode. So we are meant to believe that he's dead, which he very well could be. Uh, I imagine the portal was destroyed by Aku, which would make sense, considering they both had the conceit that all of the portals were destroyed. So, like, it's not really that big of a surprise. Uh, although, again, how would he have gotten here? Wasn't it difficult to get here? Could he have come here anytime? Like, even without the giant beasts? Uh, I don't know. I think I I have no real strong feelings about it, to be honest. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, as I said, this was the most controversial scene in Samurai Jack history. As somebody who was watching this season of Samurai Jack as it was airing, um, the major complaints from a lot of people were that uh, this this scene was a complete retcon of what was supposed to be the original ending of Samurai Jack. What was promised in Jack and the Traveling Creatures of Jack returning to this time portal in some fashion as King Jack mm -hmm. and, and the time portal guardian finally allowing him his place to use the 
time portal in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, this this was seen as a retcon and, and taking away that promised storyline, and people were fucking pissed. I yeah, I can kind of see that. I but you know, like I kind of like it if prophecies aren't set in stone. <laughs> Like, I'm all right with things changing. Like, yeah, that's that was the ideal outcome, but things have changed. Jack gave up. And so right. now it's it's different than it would have been. OK, Brendan, I'm I'm so glad to hear you say all this because this is the <laughs> exact same way I feel. I had mentioned when we talked about Jack and the Traveling Creatures, I had said the words that I absolutely loved the way that they addressed the Time Portal Guardian stuff. in uh-huh. This episode is what I was thinking of. I've thought about that comment since I made that comment. I don't absolutely love what they did here. Right. But I like it. Yeah, I, I have no I have no problem with it. I, I also don't absolutely love it. Again, really right. no strong feelings either way. It is what it is, is where I'm at. It is what it is. It is, you know, something of a retcon of whatever story was originally promised. But if we want to think about this, um, what story was promised you just, know, like just that Jack would have a crown yeah. is the only real thing that didn't happen. Right. We don't have any idea what that was, what no. that was meant to be. And if we remember, Jack didn't even see this prophecy himself. He was knocked out cold mm-hmm. when that image appeared in the thing. So like only the time portal guardian saw this. He's the only one that knew that like king jack was meant to be a thing so it's not like jack knows that he's being robbed of like some specific yeah thing you know yeah um and like maybe they did retcon it because the comics did that like the yeah. the king jack thing uh but even that they barely did even the, yeah with. yeah, yeah. They, he just kind of was there for a second and they didn't go to the the guardian right uh but i mean i'm it's fine I I did I did want to see what like how that could come about. Right. But I'm not like heartbroken that it's not going to happen. I kind of figured at this point in the season that that wouldn't happen. Uh, and yeah. I we have been set up for think I kind of knew already that we weren't going there. We have been set up for the entire season to have this exact thing happen with the amount of times that Jack and Aku have both said that all of the time portals have been destroyed. Yeah. So like there had to have been some understanding that this one was destroyed. If not on like both of their sides, like Aku definitely know, like he's p- probably the one who did this. I mm-hmm. can't think of anyone else who possibly could no. have. Um, Jack might not have known that given the reaction that he has when he shows up here, but like he had some kind of feeling. I also kind of think like Jack, you know, after the events of that day, like he woke up in a place that was not there. Like mm-hmm. he could have died by the hand of the guardian. So like he might have had some level of respect to know like, oh, well, this time portal is off limits. Like, yeah, every other time portal I will try to get. But like this one is just not for me. Mm-hmm. So and maybe. So the implication, though, is that when he's shocked, all he sees is the portal that's been destroyed. Right. We were we're not led to believe that he saw the glasses from across the field. Because I did could, see the glass. He looks down at the glasses and there's a dramatic sting and then he right, like hangs right. his head in shame. But I mean, like, that's when he noticed them is when he got closer to the portal. Because, like, yes. I could see him being very upset that the Guardian is gone, even if he did know that the portal would be destroyed. Like, right. he, he, he might have, like, yeah, the portal's gone, but he still might have had an idea that, like, oh, but the Guardian is such a badass. He's probably hanging right. around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, so that could have been the big shock for him. 
But okay. that's that's kind of assuming that he saw the glasses from the spider eye that he was standing right. in. Right. I don't know. It's I have never had a big issue with it. People have had a big issue with it. I I something that you said earlier is kind of how I feel about it too, where like we've kind of spent this entire season with characters like defying fate mm-hmm. or like their predetermined paths or, you know, yeah, changing the courses of their lives and kind of taking control of, of their own destiny. This is kind of like another example of that. I think yeah. even, even without Jack knowing that there was some sort of King Jack destiny, it, it feels more interesting to me to like let Jack figure it out. Cause after 13 years of, Samurai Jack being off the air, like, I don't know. I, I feel like they probably stuck that ending into that episode all the way back then to be like, well, we have to have some kind of out. I think we even talked about that during mm. our original thing was like, they're setting up endings here. Yeah. Just so, so they, they have something one. to do. Yeah, exactly. But th- the problem with it, I think that people had is that this one felt the most like um something concrete. Right. Like, because we saw it, it's like, it happened in Adventure Time, too. Every time you saw a flash forward of Finn and he was missing his arm, everyone demanded that that happened, but they were so against doing it for such a long time. Yeah. So it's like that kind of thing. It's like because they made it concrete, people expect it now. And I can understand why there is so much hate for this, because they had set it up in what was, I mean, you may or may not agree with this, but. The reveal of King Jack in the time portal in Jack and the Traveling Creatures was probably the coolest thing that has ever happened on Samurai Jack. Oh, it was very cool. Yeah, I was super stoked about that when that happened. I was we were so fucking psyched. I was very excited. I was ready to see King Jack and how he gets there and what that's all about. But I am, you know, I'm fine to let it go. (laughs) We're feeling all right about it. Yeah, (laughs) I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I'm. Yeah, I'm I'm happy that this didn't completely turn you off of it as it did with like so many watcher viewers of Samurai Jack back in the day. Like mm-hmm. it was a very dramatic thing that even to this day when I'll like go read things about Jack and the Traveling Creatures or or the final season of Samurai Jack, this is still a sticking point for people. Um I they saying I couldn't get over like the retcon that they did eliminating what was to be like the story of Samurai Jack. There are still still people who cannot get over that and I understand where they're coming from, but mm-hmm. also you know, I, I, I just, it's, it's good. It's good that they even mentioned it at all. You know, yes, if they had gone the entire yeah. final season without ever bringing it up, that would be worse. That would be a lot worse. Yeah. If we just never, never even thought about it again. Exactly. I, I would have probably been upset about that. Well, what about the fucking time portal? What about King Jack? But having this like conclusion to it, like, ah, that is definitely not happening. It, it, you know, it's some, it's closure on that thread. Yeah. Closure on that and Gendy Tartakovsky, like reclaiming control of the story of Samurai Jack, you know, him being like, no, fuck this. Like, yeah, I I said that. But like now we're going to do it my way. But we're not doing it. God damn it. Get over it. We're moving on. It doesn't make sense for Jack to wear a European crown. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) He's an international man. He's been all (laughs) over the place. It's fine. I'll buy that at least. Um, Yes, Brendan, we had to spend some time talking about that. As I said, I I, I do consider this to be having lived through the discourse at the time (laughs) 
I do consider this to be the most controversial thing that has ever happened in Samurai Jack history. I'm actually kind of surprised that I never heard about it. I, like, I, I don't I don't go out of my way to look into like Samurai Jack stuff. Uh, and before right. we started this podcast, I didn't think about it all that often. Like once in a while, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I never saw the ending of that. I should do that. Uh, or, oh, I should read those comics. And then I stopped thinking about it again. Uh, so somehow for however many years I've avoided any spoilers. Remarkable that for yeah over five years, you've been able to avoid this specific thing or anything that happens in the finale next week. Uh, at least I assume. Yeah, I mean, um, I, no, I, I don't think I know anything about it. There's like one thing that I have like an inkling about because of the video game. But otherwise, OK, I'm hoping well, I'm really hoping that doesn't happen, <laughs> though. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> Brendan, I it's actually funny. uh when this episode came out in 2017, they used to do next time on Samurai Jack at like the end of every episode. And the next time on Samurai Jack spoiled the reveal of the dead time portal guardian. Like the next time on Samurai Jack showed the destroyed time portal and the guardians crumpled glasses. So like, oh, my God, <laughs> people knew, oh, next week there's going to be some kind of like big fight where like the time portal guardians there or something. And then that didn't happen. So it made people even more pissed. I, th- but yeah, I th- they revealed yeah. that. Oh my God. I thought just now that you were telling me that the next time for this episode, like talking about the finale showed the dead guardian. And I was like, Oh, I guess, I guess there goes uh, my hope. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. I'm so Oof. sorry. Oof. No, back then the next can, time on that was showing this. Episode. Yes, yes, yes. I'm with you now. That's what I meant. That's what I, I, meant. I can hold out for another week before I have to accept it. Uh, it's time to come to terms with what's happened here, Brendan. <laughs> um, I did put out a call to our listeners because, um, as I said, the discourse was strong back in the day mm-hmm. um, and, you know, tempers have settled over five years. But I did put out a call to our listeners to see. If anyone had any um, serious thoughts on the time portal guardians disappearance and, and the erasure of that storyline, um, seeing if anyone had anything to say about that, Brendan, uh, well, we got a couple messages. We did also get a message from our uh, mutual friend, Lexi, <laughs> who uh, <laughs> I put a picture of the broken glasses on Instagram and asked if anyone had something to say about that. Lexi said, sad day. <laughs> thanks yeah, Lexi thank you Lexi <laughs> but of course that's uh, not what I wanted to talk about Brendan Brendan we got a message from who else but the original listener of our show we love him good to have him back Nate is here hey thank you Nate we really appreciate you reaching out to us and in fact when we had discussed Jack and the Traveling Creatures, I believe Nate had commented on one of our Instagram posts to say that was both like the coolest and most frustrating episode of Samurai Jack for him of all time without getting into spoilers back Makes then. sense. Yep. Now I get it. Now it makes perfect sense. Uh, yes, Nate wrote in and uh, in reference to the, the scene where we see the broken portal and the broken glasses, he said that this three seconds of scene excites me, broke my heart and made me mad. I was so ready for him, referring to the Time Portal Guardian, to be <laughs> the end of Samurai Jack. But Aku gaining enough power to destroy him, question mark, Brendan, who knows, maybe he'll show up next week. It's fine. Uh, is wild, <laughs> he says. He says, also a bit miffed that this was all we got of this scene, which is true. Yeah, yep. 
I would have liked to have like a flashback, maybe like show it happen, even if it's like brief, like a second of the Guardian going down swinging. This is exactly what Nate says as well. Just even like a flashback sequence, just to like give him his due or like kind of explain. Yeah. What truly happened here? Like any kind of extra detail on that would have been appreciated, but that that did not happen here. And he said, I'm happy we got this throwback. And I audibly gasped when I saw it for the first time. But I think that this deserved more. Mm -hmm. So solid, solid points from Nate. And again, yeah, some of the frustrations He's pretty reasonable here where, you know, he's he's not saying this is a total retcon. They threw away the entire story, which is what a lot of people online. That's the kind of reaction he had. But I the the criticisms he's bringing up of we should have had more than just Mm -hmm. like Jack arriving on this. I totally can understand where he's coming from on. this. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more. Um, Just like he said, just any sort of brief, like little like here's what happened, like. Even if it's like no dialogue at all, just show the guardian shooting and then blowing up like that would have been enough for right. me. Or like when Aku appears in the scene, which he will in a minute, like him being like, oh, I remember this place, too. Here's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls up a TV and like shows Jack. <laughs> yeah, I I totally understand the point Nate is trying to make here. Thank you for writing in, Nate. Um, Thank you. Yeah, just uh, a, a weird scene that. At, for you and me feeling good about it right now, like I hope some people like take to heart like the things that we said we were okay with, but I also don't like having I I understand why people have such a profound mm-hmm. issue with it. It makes sense. Yeah, I get where they're coming from. I just don't agree. I think it's fine. Also, though, I think so too. Like I said, not super attached. Like going from where we were. Like I just just saw that episode. What feels like only a few months ago. Right. We didn't have to sit on it for. 13 I didn't have years 13 this years is what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we won't spend a single second more on it, but I think that it deserved the amount of time that we just gave it. I think that's fair. <clears throat> I think so. Yeah. Got to give the people what they want. And the people want to be frustrated, Brendan, and <laughs> we give that to them on a weekly basis. I know that they do. I've been on Twitter. <laughs> I've participated in American <laughs> society. I played Assassin's Creed. <laughs> mm, well, it's fine. Had to do it. Had to had to sneak it in. I don't even know if it worked. It didn't. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> Ashi appears behind Jack in this space. Jack, why? Why did you just leave like that? You shouldn't have followed me. You need to go back. Go back? No, I'm not going anywhere. What's going on? You don't understand. So help me understand. Jack. All these years, I have seen so many innocents fall victim to our coup. Kind and decent people. My friends, my family, every one of them. His evil has taken everything I've ever loved. All I have left are memories. I do not want you to become just a memory. This is kind of another reason why everything that we just saw in the previous scene with the time portal destroyed kind of makes sense. Because, yeah, Aku literally has taken everything from Jack, like including the path home that seemingly should have been given to him. Like there are no easy answers on this show, you know? Nope. Yeah. 
nothing is ever gift wrapped. It's like it has to be earned or stumbled into in some way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he he says this and Ashi tries to comfort him saying, you know, our lives brought us together and together we will defeat Aku. And as she says this, Aku's voice rings out and he says, Samurai Jack. <laughs> it's a Jack Nicholson playing Aku. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. Do you want to sit with me in the front row at the Lakers game? <laughs> uh, the camera swings around and Jack and Ashi look up at the gigantic figure of Aku looming over them. And Jack yells out his familiar Aku, which we haven't heard in such a long time. No, they haven't uh, seen each other this whole season. Only in flashbacks. Mm -hmm. We don't know how long it has been. Aku even literally says it's been too long. Like, we don't know how long it was since the last time they met, which was when Jack lost his sword. Yeah. This kind of meeting used to happen to them. Every week. Weekly, almost, yeah. <laughs> and now it's been too long. It's good to have them reunited. Um, yes, they're here, and Ashi's also here. It seems like, you know, this is the first time she's ever actually seen Aku before, after worshipping him for her entire life. Like, mm -hmm. now she's f confronted with the actual guy. Um, Aku <laughs> does a very funny impression of Jack asking why he's there, which is something that could only happen in season five of Samurai Jack with Greg Baldwin at the helm. Yep, I liked it a lot. It was, uh, I was actually not sure if it was Greg Baldwin doing a Phil Lamar impression Phil Lamar. or if it was just Phil Lamar, yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. I'm not sure. Um, but either way, <laughs> it was very funny to hear that voice coming out of yep. Aku's mouth. <laughs> that was a very good bit. I liked it a lot. <laughs> Yes, uh, he says, you're probably wondering why I'm here, and Scaramouche pops out, and they both gloat over how Samurai Jack has supposedly lost his sword. <laughs> yep. Poor Scaramouche. Yeah, <laughs> he really got the bad, or a bad deal on this one. He was working hard, too. Like, yeah. he was really putting in the hours, overtime, even. Yeah, he, he got all the way from wherever he was to wherever Aku was, as just ahead. It doesn't seem fair what happens to him next, but, you know, he was not a man of his word. Nope. Or he was a man of his word because he bet his life on this being the case. <laughs> um, <laughs> Aku gets in Jack's face and calls him a fool, which feels good. Again, mm -hmm. first time we've had that in a long time. Yep, yep. Uh, to which Jack draws his fucking sword. <laughs> I was kind of hoping for like a shitty one-liner, like when they're like, you lost your sword. I was hoping oh, you're like, you mean this sword? This yeah. sword? Yeah, I thought the same exact thing. <laughs> what, this one? <laughs> yeah, Jack points that sword <laughs> right in Aku's face. Aku very quickly backs away, but then glares daggers over at Scaramouche. He shrugs his shoulders like, eh, boss, I thought I would. And then just Aku obliterates his robotic head with a laser beam. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, there Gone. he goes. For good this Gone. time. There's no explanation Aku needs. This was, yeah. You fucked up, bud. <clears throat> I think done. it's very funny that he blew up his head but left the body. Specifically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, specifically. Well, we know, you know, it's like zombies. You got to scramble the brain mm -hmm. or he'll just come back. Uh, but this guy, he's not coming back. <laughs> no. Uh, R.I.P. to a real one. Scaramouche, one of the, one of the top tier, S-tier Samurai Jack characters, oh, I yeah. would say. Yep. Um, Aku 
with this reveal, he's like, uh, I'm going to go. <laughs> Which is another great bit. Yeah. He's like, like, well, all right, I'll be leaving. Goodbye. Might as well <laughs> ski daddle now. <laughs> not really feeling welcome here anymore. <laughs> uh, Jack is not having any of that. He's waited many years for this moment to reappear. He runs in to initiate one of their classic fights. But before he's able to reach Aku, uh, Aku stops dead in his tracks and says, wait a minute, I smell something. He says, I smell something very familiar. And Jack swings his sword, but Aku makes like a little hole in his body that Jack hops through, which again, I think is cheap. Yeah, yep. He could just never, do it anytime. Never sat well with me. I just don't understand how Jack's supposed to be able to hit him. <laughs> he does, though, pretty, pretty consistently. He does, that's true. I mean... If Aku is distracted, mm-hmm. which you would think he would be because he's really sniffing away at something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aku looks down behind himself and he says, I smell me. Because <laughs> he hasn't showered in a while. He's been so depressed. I smell like shit, he <laughs> says. Uh, no, Brendan, I smell me, Aku says. Are you ready for the Second big reveal of the episode. It is the penultimate episode of Samurai Jack, after all. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jack isn't having any of this and wants to continue the fight. But Aku says, time out. And he literally says, time out. He does. He does. He does a little (laughs) tea with his hands. And Jack, for some reason, goes along with it. He knows what that is, too. And he's like, all right, I'll wait. (laughs) Fair is fair. He called time out. He gets three of them. (laughs) <laughs> but if you call one when you're out of them, you get a penalty. Yeah. And, uh, they take some time off the clock. So um, he approaches Ashi and he starts saying, there's more Aku here besides me. And she readies her sword as Aku approaches. But he takes one big whiff of her and he says, I smell me inside of her. And you kind of start to figure out what this reveal is going to be. Mm-hmm. Which also kind of not a huge reveal, I don't think. No. I'm pretty sure this was set up already. It was for sure. I mean, they have been called the Daughters of Aku for the entire season. We saw them We saw them being birthed, and I'm fairly certain at one point someone talks about Aku visiting them, and that's how they appeared, or like that's how they were conceived. I believe the High Priestess speaks to the Aku shrine and says, you will again grace us with your presence. Yeah. Yeah. So we're about to learn of the first time he Mm -hmm. graced them with his presence. Uh, Jack and Ashi don't really understand what Aku's on about, and he ponders how this is possible. He says, I never, oh, wait, there was that one time. I wish he had not stopped in his sentence. It was like, I never fucked. Yeah, that's where I thought it was going. I'm a 3,000-year-old virgin. This is impossible. My purity is at question. (laughs) I've been so chaste my entire life. (laughs) Chaste? Chast? What's the word? Is it chaste? Uh, I don't know. Chastity is a thing. Is it chaste? Chast? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Is it chaste? Chast? Hello? <laughs> Is anyone there? I don't know. Keep <laughs> Googling. Got a recap at gmail.com. Let us know if it's pronounced chaste or if it's pronounced 
Chast. The chast feels bad. I hope somebody does write it and just spells it out and does not give us a phonetic. No, yeah, they just uh, it's pronounced. Ch- yeah, the they way, just the spell way. it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you write into the show to let us know how that word is pronounced, we will read your email on the show. That is a promise. That is a promise. It could be the last email. Could be. Oh, man, I hope it's not. <laughs> Got to recap at gmail.com. Please do something better than that. Um. Yes. Aku, his chaste slash chaste <laughs> lifestyle is put into question. And uh, in an instant, <laughs> we're, slept, we're swept away to a flashback of the dark cave of the daughters of Aku and the uh, adult women are praying before the wooden effigy of Aku who appears in the room with them. He looks over that effigy. He's like, oh yeah, not bad. I kind of like that. <laughs> he looks like real confused. Like they summoned him or something. Yeah. And then he looks he at it. He wasn't expecting hey. it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've seen that guy before. <laughs> it's a very handsome statue you got there. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Um, He somehow, though, knows exactly what they want and points his finger down at a golden chalice and gives them a Aku sperm sample out of his fingertip. (laughs) That's where mine comes from. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is uh, anatomically correct. Chaste? (laughs) Chast? Uh, Makes finger guns. It makes finger guns a real excitement. They're blasting off, baby. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> uh, careful with those. <laughs> Present day Aku puts the pieces together of what happened from that point forward. We see the high priestess chugging the chalice of Aku jizz. <laughs> and uh, from there, we see her giving birth, much as we did in episode one of the season. And Aku says to Ashi, here you are, a true daughter of Aku. Brendan, I did go back and listen to our episode one, and you had asked me at the time, so are they actually Aku's daughters? Mm-hmm. You nailed it right off the bat. Yep. Well done. I, I still thought up to this point that they might also be Jack's daughters. There was there was a chance. Mm-hmm. I thought they could be some sort of unholy fusion of Jack and Aku. Uh, we had that in the Aku infection. So while Jack was infected with Aku in the Aku infection, he went out on like a sex spree. <laughs> Wait, but that means my man. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> hey, <laughs> maybe this wasn't the first time after all. Uh, yikes. Um, and uh, Ashi apparently didn't have confirmation that Aku was her father either because she is stunned to hear all of this as yep. well. I think she maybe was never truly given the intel or just truly, like, never actually believed it. Maybe they didn't trust them to know. They didn't want them to get big heads about it. Yeah, that's possible. Um, Unclear, but the truth is out there now. Ashi is Aku's daughter in some fashion. Uh, From his fingertip jizz, (laughs) she sprang to life. I got to tell you, this reveal works much better in Samurai Jack than it did in Star Wars. I'm having a much better time with it. Um, Nobody had a good time with that reveal in Star Wars. So (laughs) this is although this predated that, too. It did. It did. At the end of the season, the end of the very next episode, it's going to be Ashi walking through the desert. Someone's (laughs) going to ask her her name. What's your name? Ashi. Ashi. Ashi Ashi what? (laughs) Uh, Just 
Uh, hmm. Do you want to play another round of uh, they don't know Jack so we can f- figure this out? <laughs> uh, yikes. Oh, Star Wars. Oof, that was bad. I we don't to have do to it. talk about it. it I had really to bring bad. it up. I know. It's it's the logical step to take. But who boy, did that suck. Oh, man. They fly now? Anyway. <laughs> They've always flown. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's heard enough of this, and he leaps in to attack. Aku's got a smug little smile on his face, and Jack brings his sword down, but it's blocked by another blade. Ashi is standing before him. Mm -hmm. She says, I didn't do this. And Aku says, yes, you did. Little son of a bitch. (laughs) Those devilish Aku noises that we haven't heard in such a long time start ringing out. And we know that he is controlling her in this Mm -hmm. fight. Um, She kicks Jack away, and they're both horrified that Ashi is doing this. Uh, Of course, Aku thinks it's great. Um, Ashi can't control herself, and she's, like, wildly attacking at Jack, and he does his best to block her sword. Um, She panics, but Jack tries to get her to calm down and, like, take back control of her own body. Uh, as this is happening, Aku is having a conversation about fatherhood with a gigantic dead robot. <laughs> I'm, I really like that bit. <laughs> you try to raise them right, and then they go off and get with your mortal enemy. <laughs> <laughs> it's every father's folly, really, at the end of the day. He's having a very typical fatherhood experience and sharing it with this inanimate object. <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it's pretty wholesome how how quickly and, and with his whole being, Aku accepts fatherhood. <laughs> you know, he might have walked out on her, but now he's finally ready to step into that role all these years later. Yeah, it is wholesome, really, at the end of the day. Um, Ashi continues to go at Jack for a while, and they lock swords, and Jack tells her, uh, you are not your father. You are not your mother. You are your own person. Again, another example of like people defying their fate mm-hmm. or whatever in this season. A common theme. Yeah. Aku gets annoyed with this and slams that giant robot down on top of them. And Jack and Ashi have to climb their way up on top of it. Um, Aku lowers himself down behind Ashi with his big, dumb, smiling face filling the entire screen behind her in what was an excellent screen grab for me this week. Oh, yeah. I loved it. He looks good. He's filling up the whole thing. He says, sweetheart, you have to bring out your best to defeat him. And your best part is me. His eyes light up and inky blackness starts crawling up Ashi's body. She watches it spread across her hands, which form into like pointy black tips. Yep. And she lets out a big yell and her whole face goes black. It's super cool. Very cool. Very freaky. Jack is watching horrified as Ashi's body elongates and she lifts up her black featureless face. And suddenly four Akui black horns sprout from her head. Mm hmm. And two little bright white eyes illuminate. And yes, the finishing touches, little flaming eyebrows sprout on top of those eyes. It's fucking cool. I think her her Aku design is rad. The way she moves around in this fight is rad. Yeah. I love it. Big fan. Yeah. It's cool. It's a cool demonic design for her. And yeah, she has become she's become completely overtaken 
by the Aku essence inside of her. She can't fight it off. And uh, Aku loves it. He's cackling in delight, as he'll do, as there is, yes, now this demonic soldier in his image before him. Um, and Jack softly says Ashi's name, but her sword erupts in flames and she dashes at him. Yeah. She's very, very badass. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is very cool. It's one of the cooler, like, Aku minions that I feel like we've ever yeah. had. Yeah, for sure. Uh, they, they put a lot of effort into her animations and, like, the way she fights in this scene. Uh, it's one of the coolest fight scenes I think we've had. Uh, hard agree on that one. Um, a wall of flames grows behind her as she towers over Jack, who is just like totally slack jawed looking oh, yeah. at Ashi. Um, this demon Ashi attacks Jack, but again, he's blocking her attacks as best as he can without attacking her himself. Um, yeah, like you said, She's got really cool movements in this fight, like her long limbs are swiping all around Jack, like creating circles around yep. him. It's pretty freaky to watch. She fights like a Dark Souls boss almost. Yeah, yeah, very much so. She's like the, uh, oh, what were those called in Elden Ring? The Apostle things. You know that one that's in like the basement of that tower that uh, spins its scythe around really fast and like stretches its body around and does like a hurricane oh, yeah, yeah, cyclone yeah. thing. Yep. The, uh, the gods, the Godskin apostles, Godskin apostles. Yes, that is, <clears throat> I was almost thinking kind of what she's like. I was thinking that or the Boreal dancer from dark souls three, uh, which is another like gangly kind of thing that does a lot of like twists and spins. Did you know those games were made by the same people? That's why the enemies are so similar in them. <laughs> what? Next thing you're going to tell me is that Bloodborne was made by them, too. Brendan, I've got news for you. Oh, my God. Don't even say it. We'll talk about it off air. I don't want to blow your mind right now or we'll never move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, she's attacking Jack and uh, knocks him off the giant robot body into the dirt below. And uh, there's a cloud of dust around him. And Demon Ashi bursts through with her sword and Jack blocks the attack, but her blade explodes against Jack's and the momentum of Jack's own sword can't be stopped. And he takes a small cut out of Ashi's arm, which burns away much like Aku usually does when he is struck by Jack's sword, mm -hmm. which I think is a cool angle with this where like if Jack was to, he, pre well, hmm. so this is actually where I start to have some, questions because if all of the daughters of Aku are made of Aku like they are Aku oh yeah Jack was able to kill all of them with wood without spears. his sword yeah and I just thought of that like well when Jack killed all of them like why didn't they burn away like Aku usually does and it's because he didn't kill any of them with his sword but how was he able to kill them in the but first place? But how was he place? able to kill them? Is it because Aku hadn't, like, taken over? Like, when when they're not in Aku form, they're not made of Aku? He's just in there somewhere? That's a good question, though. I don't know, because... Like, Seems he was like a able bit to, of a plot hole. <laughs> he was able to easily take over Ashi, like, before actually physically transforming her. Like, I wonder if mm. Jack had cut at, like... Flesh Ashi, regular Ashi with his sword, like, would it have had the same 
effect. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. Something to think about. I mean, they're not 100% Aku because they are all they're all born of a human mother. So right. that might have something to do with it, too. I don't know. Plot holes. We're finding yep. them. Uh oh. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, but yes, Jack swipes at Ashi and yeah, she burns away just a tiny little bit. Um, she screams in pain and the blackness fades away around her face to reveal Ashi's face. Yeah, and she's struggling in pain. Ashi? Ashi! Jack! Kill me, Jack! Kill me! Then destroy Aku! Ashi! You have to do it! Do it now! Kill me! She says, kill me, Jack, and then defeat Aku. Jack can't handle it. And the blackness spreads back across her face. Um, Brutal. It's to have someone begging Jack to kill them. Yeah. Especially the woman that he now loves. Why? Like begging him to. Why is it that every tough. woman Jack loves is Aku? Is just Aku at the end of the day? <laughs> it's, it's it tells like, you. That's really fucking tragic. <laughs> tells you maybe that, yeah, they should have put their swords down for a minute and maybe explored <laughs> a different aspect of their relationship all along. Because I think maybe Jack just has the hots for the Master of Darkness. <laughs> it's just like a, it's a schoolyard crush. Well, he should act on it, I think, and they could really solve a lot of the problems. He's going to dip Aku's horn in paint. (laughs) Uh, It's cute, really. It's adorable. And um, (laughs) that is a really good point. Every time Jack falls in love, it's just just Aku. (laughs) One way or another, it's just him. Um, Yes, Ashi begs Jack to kill her. We know from Jack's track record throughout the history of this show, uh, we know exactly kind of how this is going to end up. Um, Jack trembles and grits his teeth as he stares up at the demonic version of Ashi before him, and he just can't take it anymore, and he falls to his knees and drops his sword. I can't. Oh, man. Can't do it. Nope, I can't know. do it. Uh, Demon Ashi's claws fly toward Jack, but Aku shouts at her and commands her to stop. And the camera focuses on Jack's sword as a big black hand scoops it up off the ground. And Brendan, the final shot of the episode is a still image of a painting like we would have seen in earlier years of Samurai Jack way back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, and it is a painting of Aku triumphantly holding Jack's sword between two fingers, holding it high above him. It is very, very small. I always love yeah. when <laughs> any moment where Aku gets Jack's sword, it just looks absurdly small in his gigantic hand. Yeah. Always a good bit. Um, the camera pans down this painting to reveal Jack kneeling in defeat before the demonic figure of Ashi, and it leaves us on that cliffhanger of what will happen in the finale, the final episode of Samurai Jack, which we will have to wait to see until next week because, Brendan, that is the end of episode 100. What? Watch out. Who are these cliffhangers? There's just a cliffhanger every week, I tell oh, you. Oh, man. It's almost like they want you to keep watching. 
It's almost like, yeah, they finally have a through line for the entire season <laughs> instead of just like, oh, this dragon farted. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to actually do something now. Although they were really doing something back then, and I don't think we gave them enough credit for it. <laughs> Brendan, what did you think of episode 100 of Samurai Jack, the penultimate episode of Samurai Jack? I thought it was very cool. Um, mostly focusing on the ending sequence with the fight against Ashi. I thought that was a great time. Uh, like I said, I love her design, like the bestial movements she has. There's a part where she's just like slamming her sword into the ground over and over trying to hit him. Uh, it felt very souls. Like we mentioned uh, great time. I love the design of it. The way the eyes popped in was really cool. Felt familiar in a way. Maybe the Aku infection is what I'm thinking of, but, or maybe I've seen images of it and just didn't know what I was looking at. Um, but it was very cool. I liked it a lot. It's a very classical Aku design. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, still very well done in this modern age. Um, yeah, the the final fight of Jack versus Ashi, you know, with the stakes of what that has, you know, finally they're like, finally started this relationship together and like are starting to explore what each other means to each other. And then, yeah, for the reveal to happen of Aku being her father and then like she can't control it. It's always... That's uh, that's also like a trope that has been in a billion things is like, I can't I didn't do that. I don't know what's going on. But like in this, mm. I feel like it was handled very well and also believable that like it's Aku fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a common theme we've seen in Samurai Jack is, yeah, just Aku fucking with Jack in some way. But in this way, it's like to the ultimate degree where it's like. Yeah, taking the woman he loves and twisting her against him. So, yeah, very, very devilish work by Aku here. Yeah, real good move. Uh, And he's loving it. And I I love to see a smile on our boy's face. Big, dumb smile on his big, (laughs) stupid face. I know I love it, too. There's nothing better. Um, But yeah, I think the final fight in this episode is really good. It does set us up for, you know, what whatever will happen in the finale, I, I think. I'm a little sick of cliffhangers in this season, but again, you know, they it's kind of the thing they have to do to keep people invested. Um, but I think this did a good job of, yeah, setting up, you know, Jack in defeat, Ashi no longer on his side, and Aku, like, back in control. Like, now, how will that be resolved in next week's episode? So many questions that we'll have, Brendan. Oh, we're, yeah. We're going to have to sit on them for a whole week. It's so little time. So little time. We have but 22 minutes to wrap it all up. It's kind of nerve wracking. It's actually very scary. How Uh, are they going to do it? Hopefully they can pull it off. I've seen it. You've not seen it. I hope I hope it works out for you. We'll see. We will see. Um, Other than that, in this episode, I, I feel like the whole setup of like Jack forfeiting, like all the things that the only thing now that really makes him happy. Yeah. Again, just lending to like Jack just being like the ultimate personification of like sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Like Jack is the, the one who has sacrificed more than anyone else in this world. And like still is unable to accomplish his very direct goals, no matter how much he has given up. So it is a very tragic tale of Samurai Jack. And this episode really hammers that point home at at many different instances. Yeah. uh, I'm loving it. Really excited to see how it concludes 
I kind of wish there was going to be more, you know, but I, I you get that feeling. I think a lot of the time when you have things like this, right, a show that, you know, is done mm-hmm. and there is just there's never enough time. If you're enjoying yourself, there is never enough time. If you're not enjoying yourself, you can't wait for it to end. <laughs> and luckily, yeah. we haven't reached that point with Samurai Jack. <laughs> you're right. Yep. <laughs> Brendan, I'm glad that the time portal guardian thing didn't bother you. I was really worried about it from the moment that it happened in our podcast. The moment that the time portal <laughs> guardian was revealed, I was really worried that you were going to have a huge problem with it. No, there's nothing, nothing personal with you, but I just I knew it was a big thing when it happened. So I just I'm I'm glad that it worked out. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with it. No problem. Good. Not much else to say about it, but I think the two yep. hosts of the show are fine with it, and that's important and if you're not fine with it let us know gotta recap at gmail.com is the email address where you can send us emails uh brendan that was the end of episode 100 of samurai jack speaking of emails i believe there is one for us to read we got an email 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 this email song's different possibly the last one not it's not that different (laughs) this email's from mark uh, hello, you, Mark. Mark is a return writer, I believe. Uh, Good to hear uh, from you again. Yes, thank you very much, as always. He says, the episode promising the long-awaited reunion of Jack and Aku delivered something. Not something great, just something. Especially <laughs> with that disappointing cliffhanger. Uh, I didn't think the cliffhanger was that disappointing, honestly. I'm as I mentioned, I I am sick of the cliffhangers, but this one I think does. I think it does a decent job of leading us into yeah the the final fight, whatever that's gonna be. I agree that I'm a little tired of them, but if any episode deserves a cliffhanger, it's the second to last one. It's the second to last episode of the (laughs) entire thing. Yeah, I get it. Um, but you know, that's your opinion, man, and uh, that's totally fair. That's valid. Uh, Mark goes on to say some shit I don't understand. He says, needless to say, this was no Avatar versus the Fire Lord of cartoon endings. I don't know what that means. That uh, just babbled meaningless words. Uh, He in parentheses in a parenthetical. He says, sorry, Brendan, for bringing up Atlab. Uh, That's a really good point, Mark. You know, it is no Avatar versus the Fire Lord of cartoon endings. Um, but you never know, Jack might be able to imprison Aku in a swirling vortex of the four elements and then sort of rob him of all of his power um, and then kiss the girl at the end of it while enjoying a cup of hot tea within the walls of Bossing Say. Anything is possible. Yeah, yeah. I get I get that you're describing the ending of Avatar, but it all sounds like something that absolutely could happen in Samurai in Jack. In Samurai Jack, actually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what? Actually, um maybe those shows are not so different, Brendan, and uh it's about time we gave it a shot. I don't know. This is just these are just thoughts that <laughs> apart, I'm having. Out loud. Apart from know. the swirling portal being made of the four elements, all of that could easily mm, be. Samurai, Samurai Jack is capable of that. No, he's I mean, done that before. That's also very possible, yeah. He's done it. He could do it again. Uh, Mark goes on. uh, But season five did give us the greatest cartoon character to ever be created. Scaramouche. Uh, Rest in peace. (laughs) (laughs) The greatest cartoon character to ever be created. I can't disagree with the point. Nope. 
a phenomenal phenomenal character, top tier, S tier Samurai yep. Jack character. One um, of the best Samurai Jack characters to be. In our hearts forever and always, we will never forget you. <laughs> can we get can, can we get like a sad uh like black and white like clip show of Scaramouche? In memoriam. In, yeah, in, in memoriam with the arms of the angels song playing in the background. All of his famous quotes. <laughs> what a freak. <laughs> but he turns away from the guy and it like goes to slow motion. His head looked like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> in the arms of the angel. May you find some comfort here. His head looked like a penis. <laughs> I want this. Someone please get on it. Baby da boop ba boom. Oh uh, yeah, we'll have that. Boy. We'll definitely have that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, thanks for the awesome show concludes, Mark. Thank you very much, Mark, for writing in. Thank you. Mark. Um, much appreciated. Yeah, as always, if anyone as we've said multiple times, this episode alone, if anyone would like to write into us, you can do so at gotta recap at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Gotta Recap on Instagram. I believe also at Gotta Recap on YouTube. Just search Gotta Recap. I don't know how you'd find it otherwise. It's there somewhere. It's, it'll be there. Uh, we're on Facebook as well. Gotta Recap. Uh, that's all of it. <laughs> that very good. It always uh, feels. It always feels like there should be <laughs> one more. Oh wait, there is more. Uh, <laughs> Uh, tell your friends to follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcast uh, downloads for your ear holes. Uh, give us a five-star review. really helps us out. Uh, we will be continuing this past this show, so we do still want people hopping on board. Uh, so tell your friends, tell your tell your parents, steal someone's phone and subscribe them to Gotta Recap and then give them their phone back. Uh Yeah. Rent out a billboard in Times Square with mm -hmm, our mm -hmm. podcast logo on it, and people will say, what is this? I don't understand what's happening. How much money <laughs> did you spend on this? What's wrong? Are we in danger? <laughs> hijack hijack some, some local radio station and, and just blast out our podcast on all the way through. This is the water, and this is the well. <laughs> Drink full and descend. <laughs> Whatever you need to do at your local radio station. Um... <laughs> Yes, all of those things. Very good, Brendan. And of course, with the uh, emails, we you know we've got the finale of Samurai Jack coming up next week. So we want to hear people's big thoughts on the finale of Samurai Jack. You know, people have big thoughts on the finale of Ooh, Samurai yeah. Jack, Brendan. How I know they it. not. Um, yes, send those our way. Got to recap at gmail .com. We would love to hear. If the finale hit all the notes that you were looking for, uh, if it left you wanting in certain ways, uh, any thoughts that you have on that, definitely send them our way. And we'd love to hear, you know, where we line up with the community. We're not even sure yet, Brendan. We haven't even watched the damn episode. Nope, not yet. Um, also, we will be doing our season recap and our possibly entire series recap. So send us your favorite episodes of the season slash the entire series. Uh, we will read those. During that yes. episode, those episodes, whatever that ends up being. Uh, any Just any thoughts you got, anything you might want to see us do in the future, send that over to. Send us uh, your social security number. Um, the street you grew up on. Yep. Your mother's your maiden mother's, name. Mother's maiden name. Uh, last name of your favorite high school teacher. Make and model of your first car. 
Um, got first, to recap. First pet's name. <laughs> got to recap at gmail.com. Please send us all of those details. <laughs> Actually, please don't. If anybody does send us those, we might get in trouble. Don't do that. That's some sort of liability. I don't need <laughs> yeah. that on my back. Brendan, uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode, I think. Um, the uh, Time Portal Guardian, he kind of caught a raw deal with everything that went down with him. Would you, was, is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, it's, it seems like it. I always ask you if that's fair to say, but I always kind of start it with like, would you say that's, and then I have to correct myself. So it usually comes out with, would you, is that fair to say? <laughs> I'm a mess. I'm a mess at the end of these episodes. Uh, Brendan, he kind of caught a raw deal at the end of this episode. Would you, uh, is, is that fair to say? <laughs> I would, it is. Okay, thank you. Um, speaking of raw deals, I gotta deal with uh, the raw emotions that I'm feeling after watching so many episodes of Samurai Jack, and I'm sure we're gonna have even more raw emotions after what is the finale, the very last episode. We've come all this way. We're going to talk about how it all ends Next week, Brendan, you gotta be excited. I'm very excited. Yep, Looking I'm gonna to watch it. the. I'm gonna watch the damn thing tonight. I bet you are. I'm gonna wait, as you should. Uh, I. It was actually very difficult for me to wait this week because you had talked it up so much last week. I almost watched it a handful of times, like over the weekend, which probably would have been fine, but would have been fine. I'm glad that I waited until today. Uh, well, I simply cannot wait. Uh, but you won't have to wait anymore for this episode to end because that's what it's doing right now. Brendan, that's the end of the episode. Episode 101 next week, the final episode of Samurai Jack. We're very excited. I hope everyone out there is excited too. We will see you all there. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.